Good morning, Raboisai. Live from a bedroom in Farakaway. What's me saying? I don't know. You don't hear? Let's. We could do it again. Hold on. I'm going on. What do you guys you have, have to say? For that, you stop me. Don't forget, don't forget when I say wrong shot in the Gemara, everything is good. For that, you stop me. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. Good Vachra Boisai. If you're in America, it's the 12th day in the Oimer. If you're in Eretz Yisrael, it's the 13th day in the Oimer. Today's shir is a memory of Jay Spector's mother, Gitl Basiliezer Mayer, by the friends of MDY, and by Ira Greenstein, Lili Nishmas, Levi Ben Isidor, Professor Liviu the Brescu, Shachan Levrocha on his yard site, 28 of Nisan. The Neshamois should have an aliyah. Dear Rebellion crew, thank you for the amazing opportunity last night to witness a sheer firsthand. It is so impressive to see all of the work that goes into producing a professional show every day. From the pre-printing of the charts to the multiple video cameras, not to mention the actual shear, which was spellbinding as usual. I plan to write, to write a much longer email sometime, but I just wanted to comment on the amazing sense of achdus that I felt during the shear last night. I grew up in Brooklyn, and I've been davening next to Hasidim and shopping with them at the supermarket for years. However, it was a totally different feeling to sit down and learn together with them, join in our effort to try to understand the intricacies of the shoifers in the Beis Hamikdash, Halavai, we should be zoicha to soon stand together by the real shoifers in the Beis Hamikdash, the Vias Goyel Amen. Thank you again for your amazing sheer and constant encouragement every day, Binyam and Bloomberg Queens. So I have to say, I'm still on a tremendous high. I don't remember feeling like this. the The feeling that I had last night was one of a kind. There was such energy in the room; it was it was incredible. From Yerli Elkan and Aaron Hirsch and, and who else? Oh, uh, I think it was Akiva uh, Ziegler, what is it? Maybe it was him who drove back. But anyways, the I know Yerli Elkan and, and Aaron Hirsch drove in from, from, uh, from Lakewood. And my Mechutin, Eli Kapolovich came. And, and uh, Kitzer, uh, Mayor Jacob's uncle. And... and the Cooperman boys, it was Givaldic. It was Mamish Givaldic. No, Bemis. Unbelievable sense. I could I was so excited when I came home. I made a, a big mistake. Here's what happened. One of my my, my best friends, David Schwab, wanted to drive me home. I told him, if you drive me home, I'm gonna not be able to go to sleep until five o'clock. We're gonna end up schmoozing. So let me go with somebody else. Schleimi Klein offered to drive me in his nice fancy pickup truck, uh, Denali, yeah. Kitzer, we get it there. So I was Givaldic, gonna get home. Ended up schmoozing again to four o'clock. It was great. But Listen to this, a conversation between that Litvak from Ponovich, the guy that grew up on the, on the lap of Rav Shach, hearing stories from Shlomi Klein the entire way about the Rebbe, and calling Rav Shach Shach. It was Givaldic. It was Marsh Givaldic. And Shach said this, and Shach that, and, and, and the Rebbe, and, and his father was a guy, unbelievable. And I told him, I said, you know, you, Shloimi Klein, you're responsible for bringing so many people to Torah and part of the Sachdas. When people see that Lavavavitri could sit and learn Torah together with the Litvak, it changes everything. It was a great conversation. Um, we are up to, they're giving out free Art Scroll Gemaras to whoever joins this year. We're up to 430 Gemaras given out. Art Scroll yesterday alone sent out 250 Gemaras. And I want to say, Grace Yishkoyach, I didn't mention yesterday by name. The Yaman Schwartz, not only did he sponsor the uh, shear in his house and they put out food for 100 people and only a handful of people showed up because it was 15-minute notice, but he's also sponsoring a significant amount of those Gemaras. Tremendous Yishkoyach. Reboisai, we're starting Yuma. It's a three-month Masechta, 90 days. It's an amazing Masechta. It's time to try to convince your friends in Shul, the Shabbos. You see a friend say, let's go, let's learn Torah. What are they going to tell you? It's Dafyomi is not for them. It's too fast. You know all the excuses. You know it's all Yitzhahara. It's baloney. Tell them about the consistency. <coughs> Excuse me. The consistency of Dafyomi. How it will change their life. Explain to them. We've got to get more people on board. 
Tell them about the free Gemara if you want. Here's another one. Thank you for your share tonight. The in-person experience is another level compared to watching you on YouTube. I appreciate that you put into your share. All the best. Yechiel Pfeiffer. And uh, maybe I'll save this for a different time. Okay, fine. Reboisai, here we go. Oh, does that mean? No, that can't be. Okay. You know the printer situation. Only one thing printed out of... Okay, I didn't have that many charts anyway. So we only have one little picture in black and white. Today is Daf Chof. Two more Daf to Masech Teshkolim. Final two Daf of Yerushalayim you're going to be learning for the next six years. Holding the, the last line in Daf Yutesam Beis, Rav Nochas Letamon. Rav, famous Amoira from Bavel. Rav, Nochas Letamon. When he went to Bavel, Chamtoin. He saw, we had that Lashon yesterday, Chama, he, he, he observed Mikilin that they're very makel in the halacha of Basar Shinasalim and Ayin. That's meat that doesn't have Jewish supervision. And it's possible that it's switched with a non-kosher piece of meat. The Chamer Alehain, and he laid it into them real strong. He was not pleased with what he saw. He saw that they would just leave the meat and go, and he Instituted different things. For instance, Chad Barnash Ozal Tap of Dav Chavam Dalf Boy Mishazogo is Koifte Begoy Naharo Bin Shiso of Azalei. He wanted to wash up his meat in the river. They didn't have sinks in those days. They took the meat down to the river, and one of them he forgot there in the river. Chazer Boy. So he went by, he went back to, to retrieve his piece of meat, nice expensive piece of meat. Only Rab Asulach. Nope. What are you gonna do? You're gonna go back to the river and you're gonna go to the exact same spot that you left your meat. And it looks the exact same thing. So you're gonna take it and you say, that's the meat I left there. I am not allowing this. You know why? Because you guys here in Bavel, you don't know how to be careful with Basashin Salman Ayin, and therefore it's all over. Don't take it. Omalei Rav Asaloch. Dino Omar, Ahi Shot of Nahara. It's very possible the river came and swept away that piece of meat of yours. And it's possible that what you have now is something completely different. Now, it's not that reasonable to say that that's what happened, but Rav had to show them that you have to be careful with you have to you have to be cautious for such things. All right. Now I was just thinking, I going back to the excitement of the daf of yesterday. It was amazing. You got to do it again. Borough Park, maybe 50 people showed up. And you have to think about it. It was 12.15 in the morning with very little notice. I don't know, a few hours notice. Imagine if it was the middle of the day. But when I was telling Eli Dykeman, because he's trying to figure out uh, Shabbos, Sunday, Said I'm mamish excited. I was pumped, and he said, "You know, I listened to the whole sheer again just to relive that excitement." So I'm not the only one. All right, beautiful. So the Gemara, Chadbarnash, another story. Have a malu b'shuka tarn kupad. There was a guy walking in the in the marketplace, and he was holding out a piece of meat. Also, daisa, a vulture came v'chatafte minei utlakte. A vulture. Now, by the way, in Eretz Yisrael, I didn't know this. But they call a nesher, I always thought a nesher is an eagle. And if you ever go to Eretz Yisrael and you want to see live, live well, they call them nesharim, vultures. You go to this place called Gamla, up north, beautiful place. It's, you know, antiques, thousands of years old. And the vultures, they're massive, you know, huge wingspan, eight, ten feet wide, and they're flying around. Over. Vultures. I was once... With Avi Kamiansky, we're in the Machtesh Rimon, it's called. We did an overnight camping trip. And when he got up in the morning, I said, you know, it was back in the day. I wasn't giving a shir or anything. I had plenty of time. Chas Like, oh, I'm halfway to Eilat. I got to go scuba diving. I'll see you later. You take my kids home. So I'm halfway. I leave the Machtesh. And all of a sudden, I see a sign on the, on the road. It says, uh, look out for vultures, for Nesher. So I get off the road and I go towards the vultures. And all of a sudden, I see in front of me uh, a vulture. And he's on the ground, standing on the ground. 
So I pull out my phone immediately and I start videotaping this vulture. And, uh, you know, vultures could eat people, uh, dead people, whatever. And look it up in India. That's how they bury the people. They throw it out to the vulture. But they eat elephants and all sorts of stuff. Not an not a, not a easy animal to deal with. So I go towards this vulture and he's staring at me. But I, you know, it's, it's on videos. It's geschmack. It gets better and better. I keep on going towards it. I have a picture of it. But it's in black and white. You see what I'm seeing here? This is what it looks like. I don't know, it's like three feet above the ground. Massive animal. And I get, and I decide I'm going to, maybe if he doesn't want to move, I'm just going to grab its head. So I go real close, and I'm like four feet away from it, and I realize that this is a piece of plastic. It's not a vulture. The Israelis put it out there, it's time for shtick. <laughs> Anyways, okay. That was the mice of the vultures. Don't fall for it. If you're on the way to Eilat and it says, that. Look out for vultures. Yeah, they're in the ear, but the, the, the guy next to where we look out, that's not, that's not the real thing. All right, Zokti Gemara. So comes a vulture and grabs the piece of meat. These are aggressive animals, aggressive birds. Grabs the piece of meat from this guy. And he watches it. He sees the vulture flying around. He sees a piece of meat dropping. So he figures, okay, he runs down the block to, to retrieve his piece of meat. No, I'm not going to allow this. It's very possible the vulture just came off a kill and he has a buffalo meat on him, trafe, and he deposited the buffalo meat and hit your meat he took home. Again, far-fetched kind of Fear, but we got to be careful. I see that you guys in Bavel are not careful. We got to be careful here. And your piece, he took to eat. He's mocked on kosher. He, he got rid of the non kosher and he ate the kosher one. Says There's a river called Ginoi, and it took with it these flasks of, of wine. If the guys that, that make the knot on top could recognize their own knot, everybody has their own signature knot, if they could recognize it, then it's kosher. We're not worried about Another story. So there's a, another like some sort of container of wine that was found in the shul. Knishto, the shul, where? In Bule. Also of the Kumir of Yirmiya came to Rabbi Yirmiya. Omar, Yachimun Sikirayo, Sikiyarayo. This is, it's always means red. If they, if you could recognize, you know, the, the, uh, the seal, the red seal that they put on it, the dye that they put on it to seal the wine, each person has their own signature, then every time it's good to go. They found a roasted goat. Going back to yesterday's sugya, no heksher, nothing. You don't know, it might be Lubavitch, it might be Bells, it might be Badat, and it might be Treif. I don't know. But I, it looks like a nice roasted goat. What do I do with it? Bisrotted Gufta. It was in the street in Gufta. What is the concern? There's only two concerns here. The concern is, first of all, could you keep it? You found meat. Who says you could keep it? That's concern number one. This concern number two is a kosher. So the Gemara talks about both concerns and we go through this twice in a row. A freebie for Friday. You could keep it. Because if you're able to open up the lion's mouth and, and retrieve some sort of goat that he, that he grabbed or any uh, your neighbor's diamond, it's yours. Because your neighbor has what is called yish. He gave up on it. As soon as he sees a lion taking his possession, he get, on that moment, he's done with it. He, he realizes he's never going to have it. You go after the lion and you save it, then it's yours. If the bad guys come in, the soldiers, whoever they are, they come, they take your stuff. You, in your mind, you gave up. It's theirs. So if, you're, if your neighbor is a tough guy, he also has a gun and goes after him. He takes the stuff back. It says, The overflow of the river, of the... Of the of the ocean, it comes and takes stuff. You, you say, oh, it's lost. You call up the insurance company. You gave up. It's it's huge. 
from large streets and, and, and marketplaces. So that's the concept of Yush that we learned in fourth grade in Elam Okay, Yush. And therefore, this meat has Yush. Your friend dropped the meat. He knows he's never going to get it back. No, it doesn't have a simon. You get it. Now, what about Treif? You're concerned that a guy shechted it, that it's, that it's Treif. That's not a problem. Why? Over here we have a Rive. Who lives in Borough Park? They told me there's barely any guy in there. It's a Rive. 90% of the people that are Jewish, Jewish. I don't know about the five towns. If you can say this, it depends what block. So if you're in a place, the Rive, then you can eat it. Great. And lo and behold, just to prove that the, the Torah is correct in its assumption. In other words, we, we, we could rely on a Rive. And we rely on... It happens to be, at the end of the day, we found out that Rebbe, Rebbe's people lost this meat, so you know that it was kosher meat. Same story, another time. Eagle de Guvna, they found around, what is it called? A, a block of cheese. So, you know, you have the problem of, this is real cheese of a akum, that's, that's treif, they put in the oils and everything, the chazer they use, the, the Gemara talks about, how they smeared the top with the uh, fat from from uh, from Dover Acher, from the PIG, from that gift they gave me at the Seum. Eagle the Guvna ishtakach bepundiko de Levi. He had a inn and they found it over there. Bitirubishum shtedvar, same thing. What are the concerns? Shumitsia? Are you allowed to keep it? Yeah. Shumitsia, the Tony Matsumi, the guy is in the Ari, Mishum, Mishunas Hayam, Shunas Hanor, Misrat, Gdolim, Reli if you're able to save it from the ocean, from the waves, from the tsunami, whatever it is, it's yours. Because it's kind of huge. Now, what are you, what's your concern? That it might be a non-kosher cheese. Okay, we have a right here. So you're concerned about the cheese of a guy? Yeah, most of them, most of the people walking around there are Jewish. And sure enough, same story. At the end of the day, it turned out that it actually was kosher cheese. Is Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Yosi. Oh, Rebbe Mane, Kuma Rebbe Yosi. Rebbe said in front of Rebbe Yosi. Nevertheless, even though we just learned that we could rely on the concept of Yush, Anon, Chami Rabbon Machrizin. I saw, again, remember the first word that we learned today. Rav Nochaz Taman, Chamtoim. He saw. Over here, it's another lotion of seeing. Chamyan. I saw. I observed Rabbonon Machrizin. They're not going to rely on the Yush. A guy lost a big block of cheese. He lost a, a, a fat piece of meat. You're going to go eat it. Okay, didn't have a simon. I'm going to do achroza. I'm not saying la'alacha, but I recall when we were learning about Metziah and other places, if you find cash, they, they actually said over there that if you try to return cash that doesn't have a simon, then you're a chasit shaita. Something like that. Again, I'm not, I'm not quoting la'alacha. I just, something that I recall. I might be completely off, but this is a concept also that if it's zero chance that you could return it, then you, you don't have to be makbid. At the opposite, if you're makbid, then you, they call you a shaita. In certain cases, because Adam there's such a thing that a person constantly, I don't know, maybe between money and other things. Okay. Uh, I saw Chacham that give it back. What? You, you, you're not gonna. What are you gonna do? You're not gonna keep it for yourself. Your father himself doesn't hold like you. I wish I could find something. He says, and now I wish I could find something. From the Ulaga, from the intersection, and in the kids are. So your father doesn't hold like you. What, you're better than your father? No way. says the Gemara, No. He himself, Ramana, found something. He didn't keep it. He did Achraza, he announced it, and gave it back. Halacha Gimel. The official Mishnah is sponsored. For Shidduch, Schushchit Shidduch, for Dvaira Bas Le'egitol and Dvaira Bas Suri. 
Says the Mishnah Behemot, Shinimtis Mishulayim, Vad Migdal Eider. So again, we're going back. Yesterday we started the Perek, different things that you find, what do you do with them? You find an animal, a loose animal. It's a roi for a carbon. You find it in, from Yerushalayim all the way till Migdal Eider, wherever that is, or Kimidazel Charuach, that distance. Let's say it's 10 miles out of Yerushalayim, so the circumference of 10 miles around Yerushalayim. Depends. Zacharim Eilois. If it's a male, it's most likely a oila because an oila could only be a male. So you bring it as oila. Nikavois, and if it's a nikeva, zivche shlamim, it goes for a shlamim. As the Gemara is going to discuss, a shlamim could be a zachar or a nikeva. So the fact that it's a nikeva tells us that it could be a shlamim. But if it's a zachar, we're going to have a problem. Maybe it's a shlamim. Who told you it's an oila? Now, we just finished Misachtas Psachim, so all we all know about this, besides the new guys, the 440 new guys. So, more, went up to 450, sorry. Um, but there's more, there's guys that didn't get Gemaras, and they're coming, they're whatever. In Misachtas Psachim, what did we learn? Ask people, they might not know. In order for it to be a carbon Pesach, it has to be a Zachar, and it has to be a, within a year old. That's it. And of course, a goat or a sheep, but it can't be a cow. So you see a sheep, a Shepsala running around, a little baby Shepsala. So you know, this could be for a carbon Pesach. If it's 30 days in, before Pesach, that's it. It's a Pesach. It's a carbon Pesach. Not a, not a Shlamim, and not a, and not a Oila. Carbon Pesach. It's a Zachar. It could be an Oila. No. It's a Pesach. Somebody found it. They would say, listen, come here. You are responsible. You are responsible for the wine that goes together with it. You found it. Tough luck. You have to pay from your pockets and wine. So people didn't want to be responsible for the wine. It was too much for them. They ran. I know everybody's thinking, what? Sugar. If it was me, I would for sure not run away. You know what? People had issues all the way back then as well, and they ran away. They didn't want to bring the two gallons or whatever it was of wine. And here we go. There's a list of Takanas Bezden in the Mishnah. Bezden made a, a special Takana and said, listen, if you find an animal, we're not going to force you to pay for the wine, don't worry, just return it, let us be mocked of it, we'll take care of the wine. All Rebbe Shimon, Shiva Dvarim Tkinu Bezdin, Bezdin, we're mistaken seven things. That was one of the seven. A non-Jew who sends a carbon oil Hashem, the whole thing goes, Takush Baruch as we learned the other day, besides the hide. Most of the time, if they sent it, they obviously couldn't bring it themselves, they lived in a faraway country. And he sent wine. Now, wine from a guy, we do not put on the Mizbeach. might be So it means it's the money that goes for the wine. So if he sent a pack of money, a little wallet on top of the animal, so we take the money and we buy Mizbeachim, that's not a problem. We love, and if he didn't include, he, the guy is not a Tamil Chachim. He didn't realize that it needs to go with, with, with wine. Mishal Tzibu, Krevi Mishal Tzibu. Then the community pays for it. You have a ger who doesn't have any relatives, any leftover, some korbanis, if he left over the nesachim for it, then you use that for that. If he just left over money and any Jew came by and took it, then that person is so he has nothing left. We pay for it. And Bezin also created a condition. We learned it, and we're going to learn a little bit more about it. Every single day has to bring a minchas chavitin. It's called a nisaran. It's a mount of flour. He has to pay for it from his own pocket. Now what happens if he designated, but he died? So, at the end of the day, if we didn't find, he didn't designate. We didn't find another koingadol yet. Still elections, whatever it is. So, but we have to bring a carbon for him. So we bring it, we pay for it. He doesn't have to bring a carbon chavitan, he's dead. But we bring one from the tzibur. No, it comes from the yarshim, as we're going to learn. 
The carbon, the minchas chavitin, we brought it twice a day. It was one thing, one isarim that he splits in half, half in the morning, half in the evening. But when the yarshim bring it, or even the tzibur, they bring it in one shot. It's one holy isarim in one time. Says, what else did the Bezdin do? They instituted the salt that goes on the Mizbeach, on Kurbanis. This is the wood, of course, that you use to burn the Kurbanis. If a Kayan needs to make a nice steak, he's in the base Hamikdash, there's so much steak going around there, and you have to make sure that you consume everything. Otherwise, it's nicer. So we help him out. Mordechai, surprising, I missed you last night. Chaval, you didn't come. It was Givaldic, but I saw Yitzi. It was great. So they could use the salt, they could, they could use a little uh, um, uh, spices on their steak, they could use the, the wood for the barbecue. It's fine. Why? Because Bezin, even though it's Hegdish, Bezin made it night that they could use it. It won't be Hegdish if they want to use it. Again, when it comes to the word Mi'ila, it's always confusing. It's always the opposite of what you think. If you're just reading Hebrew, you think it means you should not benefit from the paraduma, the ashes, but that's not what it means. It means you're not over. There's no isser of me'ila if by mistake you use the ashes of the paraduma. And we're going to discuss. Not like what we learned last night, but over here you're going to see what we learned last night. That what? That if you... Somebody, a woman, let's say, gives birth. And she doesn't want to stick around the base of English all day long. She has to do carpool. So she takes the money for, or she takes the birds, or she money, she puts it in a, in a pushka. Now, what happens if the birds are no good? They're broken. They're a mum that's no good. So the replacement, we, we promise her, don't worry, go home. We'll take care of it. So she's taken care of. But somebody has to replace those birds. She needs a kapara. Who, who pays for it? Tanakama says, Community pays for it. That's what we learned last night. That the one, the vendor who makes all that money dealing with the Besamidosh, one of the deals is, one of the conditions, you want to deal with Besamidosh, you need to pay for all the bad stuff. All the returns. Says the Gemara. So there's a massive Shinoyagirsi. I don't want to do it to everybody. Let's see if we can do it inside without the gra on the side. Because it's 20 lines of gra. Uh, Omar, No, let's go to the grow. Let's do it. I think. And if it doesn't go to the grow, we'll go back. Says the grow on the side. Ice Aleph. Call a piskin it fesses the chilof of your size and mububelis ma'ib. It's very, very confusing. We have to change the whole thing. He says, Vachi Garcina. Vena shlomen baim minascharim minakavis. It's a question. Uh, uh, Shlamim doesn't come from a Zachar. Why are you telling me that if you find a Zachar, automatically I assume it's a Ayla? What if it's a Shlamim? If a person finds this animal and he wants to be then he wants to do the guy that lost it a favor. So he says, let me do this. Let me take out the animal out of circulation. Let me take away the Gdusha from it and let me instead give two, two piles of money. One pile will go towards the Ayla, one pile will go towards the Shlamim. How can you do this? Taking something out of circulation. It's Bezdin already said that you could do it. It's not like you're coming and taking an Ayla. And then Ben said, whatever is necessary right now, it's unbelievable. Every other also we had like 55, right? It's like it, like like Zoom knows to, to, to limit at 55. I don't know what the shot is. All every young time, that's how it goes. Fine. I guess Ali Dykeman has like an in with the guy in India and he sends these fake yeah, watchers that stops at 55. Okay. What? You should go to Khatkhil and do this. Depends. We look to see. What did he find it? What do we have during around there? If most of them are oilos, then we assume this is oila. If not, we assume it's a shlamim. 
Look, I try to go with the Goyen as much as possible, and that's how the Nesifta goes. I noticed, I started looking here in the Arshman, I noticed they're not so into the Goyen. They try to go more with what it says in the Girsa, try to um, reconcile the Girsa more, which is very difficult sometimes. Just like we learned the other day, that if you have there's a tonight bezdin on on things that are lost, so here also we're going to say there's a tonight bezdin on on this oila that it should even if you think it might be shlamim, no, there's tonight bezdin bezdin already are in charge here. They decide where and what we should do with it. Okay. So where do you go to? Yeah, we have to turn the page. Yeah, we read that already inside the Gain. We just turned it off. Chafam Beis, Schos. Sponsored by Yaakov Badner and Stephen Sakala. Schos, for Shidduch, for Dina Tamar, Bas Esther Rivka, and someone else, for Shidduch, for my daughter, Sorelina Bas Golda Leo. Just like we said before, by, by between Kinim and Oilois, we'll say it inside, why not? It's in the top of the Tafchavam and Beit. Even though I believe the guy already said it in his thing. Like we said yesterday, if you find money between Kinim and Oilois, between the two Pushkas, so we say, oh, it's a Tnai Bezdin. Bezdin decide what, where the money should go beforehand. You're donating it al das bezdin. So to over here on the animal itself, animals like money. I bezdin u'ala moisrus. She give royals. I'm a vachot. I bezdin u'ala oivdo. She give royals. Or basically, Rabbi Yaakov Baracha. Four lines down. Ainzim mezid. How can you do this? If it's a shlamim, how are you going to go ahead and be makrevet as a oila? Amarle mikivin shut my bezdin. Ainzim mezid. Okay. Amar Rabbi Yisov. The good news here is that we learned this literally. I don't know. I think this is maybe the fourth time that we learned it. I think. Don't quote me on that. Or Rabbi Esau, this part. I heard once Rabbi Huda asking Shmuel. We definitely had it last night. If somebody designated, remember when I said the story about the Chavetz Chaim, this, on this line, somebody set aside money and before he actually gave it, he died. It goes to Oilois. This we also had. And if you have, if the Kayin Godel has left over money from his Minchas Chavitin, from his own. There's nothing you can do with it. You can't use it for tomorrow. So what do you do? You get the money, you throw it into the Dead Sea where no fisherman or a uh, boat, or anything like that, could find the money. No, it goes towards the Oilois for the Beis Hamikdash when there's a low time. So this, Minchas Chavitin that we're talking about, the tenth of Eifa, we call it an Isaroin. Back, like back to Bavli again. Rabbi Yochanan, who actually wrote Yerushalmi, he says, who's the Gala Adar in Eretz Yisrael, he says, first, you divide it. You have an Isaran, he has to bring one part of it, half of it in the morning, half of it in the afternoon. So first, divide and then conquer. Divide and then make it Hegdish. In other words, you could do it at two different times. I'll take half, make it Kodesh today, by putting it into a Kli Shares, by me depositing the flour into a Kli that has Gdush in it, it itself becomes Kaddish, Kedushas Haguf. So now he'll take it because he's designated, he set money aside. He said, okay, this $10 is for my Mincha. So that $10 is only, or that flower is only Kedushas Damim. It has a lesser degree of Kedusha on it. Once he puts that flower into the Kli, it jumps up to the highest Kedusha of Kedushas Haguf. It itself is inherently Kaddish to the point you can't be Paidit, etc. It's not true. First, you make Kaddish everything. You say it's all Kaddish. Then you, you, you split it in half. You should know the Mishnah seems to argue on Rabbi Yochanan. Why? 
Because it says over there in Menachos that if the Kohen Gadol dies, the Kohen Gadol brought the one in the morning, and then he dies, what do we do? We have one more left for the day. So the second Kohen Gadol comes along, he brings his own Isarain, and his Makriv, half of it, for the evening. Now, Hold on. The daily shtick here, but this is not funny anymore because I don't know where it is. Okay. That doesn't make sense. Of course, I'll find it as soon as I finish. No. Hold on. One more time. Oh, here it is. Don't know how I got there. Okay. Um, says Rishlokish. So, from the Yisarin that the second Kohen Gadol brings, he only, he's only marked half of that on the Mizbeach. The other half goes to waste. So, what's the kasha? From the fact that the second Kohen Gadol cannot just designate half. And only half. Take half, be Mekadosh in the Klisharis, and bring that on the Mizbeach, and the other half, bring it home. There's no Gdusha to it. There's no Gdusha to goof. From the fact that he has to throw it out, the second half, that proves that it has Gdusha to it. But why? Because, like Rishlokish says, all of it is Kaddish in one shot. You can only, you only have one chance to be Mekadoshit before you start. And then you divide it in half. Memela, since it has Gdusha in it, and he cannot bring it tomorrow, it's designated for today. So you throw it out. But according to Rabbi Yochanan, there's no reason for him to throw it out. There has no Gdusha. I could, I could be Mekadosh 50%. I split it in half and say, this half is going to be something on the Mizbech. I'm going to be Mikadosh. According to the Vilna Gain, Rabbi Yochanan. Now, I like the Vilna Gain here because according to whoever else, it's very, very difficult to understand what's going on here. Says the Vilna Gain, another cash on Rabbi Yochanan. It says right over there that in the same case, first coming Gadol, brought one part of his mincha and died. So the second Kohen Gadol brings the second part. Nintsu comes out, Shnei Chatzoyim Kravim, Ushnei Chatzoyim Avedim. So, it comes out that half goes into the garbage, half of the first Kohen Gadol, half of the second Kohen Gadol, and half of the first Kohen Gadol goes on the, on the Mizbech. V'tanei Allah, and it says over there, Mechza Rishon, Umechza Sheni, Tubar Tzurasam. This, the first half and the second half, that the ones that we throw out, you have to leave it overnight so we have lino, the yeitzu, the base hasreifah. Now, according to Rabbi Yochanan, that there's no kedushas hagof because he didn't do, he wasn't mekadoshet yet, he died before he's mekadoshet, especially the second kayan gadol, who for sure knew he shouldn't be mekadoshet the second half. Why do you need two birds to rasai? Says the Gemara. No, it became Kaddish Kedushas Aguf by being in the Kli. By being inside the Kli, that gave it Kedushas Aguf. Says the Gemara. This is Mamish from Parshas Shavua. By the way, this, let's go back for a second. We don't have to go back, but to, to understand the next Sugya. It's in today's Parsha. When Minchas Chinuch, the Mincha, when a coin becomes eligible to, to perform the base Amikdash, he has to bring one of these minchas. And when a coin gadol becomes eligible to become a coin, they say, Hey, you're the coin gadol, he also brings his mincha. And every day he brings a mincha. So there's three minachas. There's one for a regular coin, one time in his life, the first day that he's able to perform the Avaidah, he brings a mincha. One for the coin gadol for the first, very first time, without anything, nothing to do with it. That time that he brings his mincha, he brings it in one shot, the entire Yisar. And then the Kohen Gadol, every single day, brings a mincha. Rabbi Yashiv says that a Kohen Gadol has to grow. He has to shtag every day. That's his job. He has to get better every day. So as he's getting better every day, for that he has to bring a mincha schinuch. He's stepping it up. Every day becomes a better person. For that, be, for that betterment, he, he has to bring... A mincha. So says the Gemara, 
The first time in a, any kind, not a kind God, any kind, first time he gets up there to, to do the Avaida, maybe Asir Sayyid he brings his own Isar. And he takes care of it and he does the whole thing, he does whatever he has to do. We'll see, there's a whole procedure water, oil, baking, he does it himself. If a coin had and a coin gadol do the avoda, they they bake it, let's say, but they never did their minchas chinuch. They were never mechunach. They never were initiated through this mincha. What do you think it should say? The next word. So the villain guy takes out the word kshera and puts in psula. It's possible. How could a, somebody that's not a, a good kayan do the avayda? But over here it says kshera. Rabbi Mona Bayi Meimar. So Rabbi Mona wanted to say, Bayi Bayoim Shinizkar Tchila Avayda, Bayi Bayoim Nisman Elias Koin Gadol. Think about it. The day that the Koin Gadol, they said, Shalom Aleichem, you're, you're invited to be the Koin Gadol. But he never got his initiation to be a regular kind gadol. Forget a kind for a regular kind. Forget about kind gadol. So how many menachos does he have to bring? If he's a regular kind, he has to bring one mincha. And then when he becomes forty-five years old, he has to bring a second mincha when he becomes a kind gadol. But this guy is a young guy. He's just became a kind. He just became initiated. As, they want to initiate him. So does that one mincha work for both the kind hedin and the kind gadol? Plus. He also has to bring a, a minchas chavidim as a kain gadol today. So how many minachas does he have to bring? Says Rabbi Mana. You don't have to bring three. You only have to bring two. But it's only boy. He wanted to say that because the Bavli Paskins, he has to bring three. One for a regular kain, one for the kain gadol, and one for the kain gadol that brings every day. The one from the lifetime that the Kohen Gadol brings it, the first day that he becomes a Kohen Gadol, and the one that it, the, every Kohen Gadol brings every single day. So that's two. Plus, he's a regular Kohen. Don't forget he's a regular. So he has to bring three. But he wanted to say it's two. Says the Gemara, ooh, it didn't print. Tufine. Okay, next time. You know what? You can't go from a bar park, beautiful popping letters to a black and white sign. It just doesn't work. We might have to do it with Shabbos. I don't know. Says in the Pasuk Tufine. Ah, Chaval, I didn't, it didn't print. Mamish Chaval. Okay. The Pasuk starts off. Uh, we probably see the Pasuk on the side here. Yeah. Ta Pasuk. Am machvaz b'ashem en teyose. So you see, there's the concept of oil. He, he, he fries it in oil. Murbeches. It has to be like a bagel. It's scalded in hot water. Tufine means it's baked. So we're going to see about this word Tufine. What does Tufine mean? So you have to bake it as you bring it. Don't bake it in the morning before Neitzachama at dawn. Sorry, so you read like this. When you bring it, that's when you bake it. Not pre-Neitz, not dawn, should you bake it. That's too early. But before Neitzachama, by dawn, they already had people baking these menachas. So you see, you could do it before before dawn. So it seems like these menachas were like a bagel. They took the dough and they scalded it in hot water. To heat up the water, that you could do pre-dawn. But you're not actually making the bagel. The bagel has to be after Neitzachama. So they hemidu oisachavita, meaning they put a person in charge of making the hot water. Tufine, sorry about my stomach, it's from not eating. Tufine, Rabbi Yaisei, B'Shem Rabbi Chanino, Metagno Vachkach Oifa Oisa. So the question is, how exactly do you make it? Do, first, do you first fry it and then bake it? That's what he says. So in the Pasuk, it actually says, look in the Pasuk, it says first, and only afterwards it says to fine. Afterwards you bake it. Chene says no. First you bake it. Then you deep fry it. 
Now, here comes a few pshatim. The guy sticks in, and the, the, the words, like you've seen somewhere else, tufine, toifena, no. No, we learned in Pesachim. What does no mean? The, the word no, you have to eat the carbon Pesach, no. It has to be undercooked. Sorry, you can't eat it, no. But over here, tofeno no, this has to be partially cooked. Rebbe Oimer, tofeno no, oh. You have to cook it, you have to bake it nicely. It should be a beautiful bread. And the Gemara is going to explain what that means. This is a big enough kamina. Do you fry it first and then bake it, or bake it first and then fry it? But what looks better? If you bake something first, it has the shape, and then you fry it, that might be nicer. The word toifeno, many times, riba, you should, you should bake it many times. In other words, it should be perfect. Asin ilain pagvasa kihinan pagvasa. Ilan pagvasa kihinan pagvasa. These, in the, the first machloik is of whether frying comes before baking or baking before frying, is like this machloik, like we had it over here. That what? The one that says that toifeno, right? Toife, what does tofeno mean? Toyofe, it's a, it's a two words. You should bake it. No, toyfe, no. Bake it. No, it should be nice. Kimanda Omar, that coincide, that goes together with the Manda Omar that says, mitagna. It should be beautiful. So first you throw it in the oven. So it has its shape. Once it has its shape, then you can throw it in oil if you want. Manda Omar toyfeno. Umando Omar toyfeno. No, that you should make sure that you bake it. Undercooked, underbaked. That fits in better to you deep fry it first. So it's not 100% baked. It's, it's fried inside. It's gooey. And then you throw it in the oven, but it's not. It's still underbaked, undercooked. Says the Gemara. So continue with that mission that we learned. That what? It's not our Mishnah, but over there in Menachos. You have a Kayin Gadol who brought a Mincha in the morning, his Mincha, but died. So... Another Kayan says the Gemara, it's not only if he dies. It's like a question. What happens if he didn't die, but he had a spiritual death? In other words, he cannot physically bring a mincha. Why? Because he's Tameh. What if he never got some sort of injury or something that might go away? Right now, we have cat, whatever it is, he has a mum, he cannot bring it. Tani Rabbi Yehuda bar Pazi devar deloya from deloya vafilu nitcha mimum. So it seems like over here that he says, okay, if he has a mum, so the, it's the same thing as dying. For right now, he can't bring anything. So we bring another kain gadol in. Somebody else brings it. Fine. But the Gemara, there's no resolution on if he if he's tummy. Tommy is different. It's not as bad as a mom. So we don't know. Says the Gemara, the coin got the minu, min yarshim. A coin got who died, and there's no other coin got to bring the mincha. So how do you know that it comes from the yarshim? Very simple. It's in the first of the Pasuk. His son should do it. Maybe they, they should be like their father who brings half in the morning and half in the evening. Kula Marti, the entire thing. There Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Shimon Oimer, in a ball, Elam Shaltzibur, not true. Not from the Yarshim, it comes from the community. Shinemar, Chok Oilam. The guy says over here, Michel Mi Oilam. From the person, from the from the, the being, the Akash Baruch Hu, who is the world. In other words, it comes from the Tzibur Misha, Bris Krusaloi. Our bris is to him. Kolo Taktar. However, Kolo Laktara, the entire thing. Goes on to the Mizbeach, nothing remains for the Koyen. Typically, you take a Kmitzah like this, and some of it remains for you, and some of it, the whole thing goes on the Mizbeach. Raboisai, have a wonderful week. And if you're in America, have a wonderful Shabbos. Don't forget Sirius HaOimer, Agavaldi Getog. Ah, Rabbi Yaakov Badr, Shalom Aleichem, how are you? You guys could all unmute now. Oh. I need to unmute. Sorry. What? What? The Ravens brought him the meat. What happened about the what? The Ravens brought Elian to be the meat when he was in the cave hiding. Oh, 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 oh. So when we learned the sugya there, 
uh, in Bavli, we discussed it. I think the Gemara actually talks about it. If I'm not mistaken, the Gemara talks about it. Yeah, listen, it's different. I don't remember what the Gemara says. I'm pretty sure. It's not the first time I heard the Kasha. Chavez, Chavez. I have to uh, actually. Chavez. What's the What's the story with Muncie, Taco? Mark, what's the story with Muncie? Well, you'll you'll give me details, etc. Shall you Uber it? When's the shit coming to Lakewood? You gotta be cushy like the Muncie guys. Marty, I saw your son today. He told you. I went to uh, Rabbi Pfeiffer's house, and uh, right in front, well, interesting story. I'll tell you a story. I saw three little kids, blonde kids on bikes, and they went like this to me. So I figured they want me to cross in the street. So I pulled my car over, and I go out to cross them. They said, no, 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 we want to watch the fire truck. And then and then I, I, went, I went down the block, parked my car, and all of a sudden I see your son there, and I realized they're all his kids. These are kids, Marty. Ellie, thank you for doing these shiurim every Shabbos. It make it makes people going into a lot, going in from a shir daf yomi. Wow, Mishkoya. Wow, thank you. Yeah. So I missed last night. Yeah. My boss was going to be home too late. I wasn't able. Don't worry about it. I'm I'm kidding. I just wanted to tell you that I missed you. I noticed you weren't there, and I missed you. I was very upset. <laughs> it's Beseda Gomer. Amoichel, next time, next time. When you go back to Israel? I am leaving Bezer Hashem on uh, Sunday. Sunday, um, yeah, Sunday afternoon. Yeah, just let me do... sure to know that we're having a vort on uh, Monday at 8 o'clock in Lawrence. Oh, wow. I'm just thank you, thank you, Mark. Who who does a vart on Monday? You should do the vart on Sunday, then I'll be able to attend. It's Monday night we're doing it. Got it, got it. Okay, Mazdo, Mazdo. Mazdo. Good job, Stephen. Good job. I see you're right next to your Yaakov Badner. Shalom Aleichem, Yaakov. How you doing? Good job, take care. Good job, good job. Raboy said, I'm going to run also. I have to get my COVID test before Shabbos. Good Shabbos, everybody. Zaykizon, take care. Zaykizon, take care. Bye. Good Shabbos.